Welcome to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of my listeners. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Teresa E. Keys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. So sorry about that. This is Teresa E. Keys, your host for Here is Teresa, broadcasting on the GreatTalkZone.com internet radio. Um, got a little bit of a late start here because um had to do some uh, technical stuff uh, first thing in the morning. I don't like that, but, you know, sometimes that happens. So, wow, what a beautiful day here in the valley. You know, but let me tell you all that the temperature is like 15 degrees higher than normal, and that's because of global warming. But the high today here in the valley is like 83. And, hey, listeners, you know, <laughs> that's lower than the 90 degrees that we had a couple of days ago. Well, there is light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> listeners, because Saturday's high is supposed to be 77. And then I think, you know, going uh, that whole week is going to be in the 70s. And if it stays on track, next Saturday's high is the 70s. Okay. So you'd see, you know, I, I'm just going to say hip, hip, hooray for that, you know, because we actually can get a chance to wear some long sleeves and some fall clothing. You know what I mean? I still say that Mother Earth is doing her best to rectify herself in spite of global warming. Okay, our topic of discussion today is titled, Generally Speaking About the Much Happening in Our World. With my guest, he is the world's best mental health therapist, and his name is Reginald C. Campbell. And you know, listeners, it's going to be a good and positively vibrant conversation as usual. But I want to talk to you all out there about a few things first, as always. Okay, let's get to it. How in the heck are you all out there? Well, I know that you all are doing just fantastic out there. I, myself, listeners, I am doing just great. God is great. And I am excited about my life, my future, you know, and and how I continue to learn and thus grow and evolve into being better. And that's what it's all about. You know, I have this, um, I don't know if I can, if any of you out there have experienced that, if, um, you know, you feel very positively excited, like something fantastic is coming your way and you want to make sure that, you know, you are, you know, um, awake and aware and conscious so that you can see it and grasp it when it, when it does happen for you. Because, you know, it's, I think I've explained this to you before, but this feeling is getting closer and closer, you know. So now, I just want to say something, you know, um, I'm sure you all heard on the news that President Barack Obama was called for jury duty in Chicago. Well, according to ABC News on November 8th by Don Babwin, Associated Press, it states in part that former President Barack Obama has been dismissed from jury duty. I'm sure he's saying, 
hip hip hooray. Okay. Now it goes on to say the former president arrived at the Richard J. Daly Center in downtown Chicago for jury duty shortly after 10 a.m. on Wednesday. By noon, Cook County Chief Judge Timothy Evans was telling reporters that Obama won't be serving. Aww. Obama's appearance at the courthouse created quite a stir. He was photographed outside by people who heard on the news that Obama would be coming to court. In the courthouse lobby, people craned their necks. You know, I guess they were looking around for a glimpse of Obama and took cell phone pictures of him. Now, the reporter Evan says that the former president shook hands with other would-be jurors inside the jury assembly room and signed copies of his books that some had taken with them to court. So, you know, I'm sure or should I say maybe because of all of the potential hoopla of his presence, he was dismissed. Okay. All right. Now. Here's another thing. You know, I want to give a shout out to my dentist, Dr. Sharon Bader and her staff members, especially Yvette and Annie. For all of you here in the Valley, I want you to know she's located in Peoria, Arizona. Should any of you out there are looking for fabulous, you know, professional, she's intelligent and knowledgeable dentist. Well, Dr. Bader and her group of professionals are tremendous and are very, um, they're, they're, they're a very nice group of individuals. They're always the same, and they are certainly a bright light in this world that is a bit dark right now. And so, you know, I was there yesterday for some dental work, and I don't know about you all out there, but, you know, I'm always somewhat a bit apprehensive going to the dentist. You know what I mean? All the, oh gosh, you know, just the drill of it all and scraping, yuck. But, you know, I think, you know, I told you guys out there that, I have enough implants to probably pay off the mortgages for the houses, at least on my side of the block. OK, but anyway, Annie, um, she's a receptionist and she's she always greets me with a big, beautiful smile and a zesty hello. Something that, you know, you really don't find a whole lot of right now. You know, so this, you know, within itself erodes some of the apprehensiveness, you know, right there for me. And Yvette, um, she is always smiling, um, you know, as she greets you while she is doing her her hygienist work, you know, the scraping and the drilling, you know, to make your mouth healthier. And um, listen, Dr. Bader is offering specials right now on her tooth whitening and cosmetic crowns and free x-rays. And she can help maximize your dental benefits. As I said earlier, if you are in need, I would like for you to contact her. Her office is at Lake Pleasant Dentistry. Her number is 623-825-5595. And my husband and I have been going to her now for like, you know, four years, almost five. And we are very, very satisfied with her work. All right. This uh, time next week today is Thanksgiving, listeners. Okay. Just where in the heck did the year go by? You know, so this this calls for, you know, I love this time of the year for all of you who have been listening to me. I just this is the best time of the year, you know, spending time with family and friends. Not that I don't spend time with family, friends any other time of the year, but I'm just saying this particular time of the year is just so special. You know, laughing and talking and eating good food. Everybody's, you know, cooking and eating and 
probably gaining a few pounds. But, you know, I just love this time of the year. As I did say that I started playing my Christmas music on November 1st because this time of the year, it goes by so quickly to me. And I want to savor every single second of it. And just so you all know out there, unlike last year, I have, okay, begun some of my Christmas shopping. And I'm so proud of myself. And actually, what I'm the most proud of right now, listeners, is that my husband and I have donated to a number of organizations who are feeding people this Thanksgiving. That is so So important to me. And we will do the same for Christmas, but we donate a lot throughout the year, especially to the Vietnam vets, you know, in goodwill. As you know, as you know, I have said and will continue to say we are supposed to help one another, regardless if it's a holiday season or not. But especially during the holiday seasons, it is very important to reach out and help people. So. I am giving a shout out to all of you out there who are working in the organizations who are feeding people and making life a little bit easier for them. And to all of those who donated funds to these organizations and or their time, my hat goes off to you. Okay. All right. Now, what I'm going to do right now is that I'm going to bring on my guest. He is the world's best mental health therapist, and the world is going to find out about that real soon. His name is Reginald C. Campbell. He is a frequent guest on my show, and I so appreciate his time, his candor, and what he has to say. Good morning, Reginald. Hey, good morning. Uh, And uh, how was this beautiful sunny morning? I'm doing good. I got a chuckle out of uh, President Obama having to go to and go to jury duty, and <laughs> no. uh, that was pretty funny. And uh, and then hearing about Tim Evans, just Tim Evans, I, I I remember him from back in the day when um, uh, uh, Mayor of Washington, Chicago's first uh, elected uh, black mayor. Uh, he wasn't mm-hmm. Chicago's actually first black mayor, but we'll talk about that at uh, another time. You know, history wise. Yeah. And Tim Evans during that time, he served. Yeah. He was. Uh, Carol Washington's floor leader on the uh, on on the uh, on the city hall floor, uh, and uh, and was uh, being pushed as a potential uh, mayor himself after uh, the death of Mayor Washington. So so to hear about mm-hmm. Tim Evans, that that was that was really cool. I remember uh, about twenty years ago when he was appointed judge. So yeah, throw that out there. And it's but nice to cool. and it's nice to yeah yeah it's nice to uh, to know that. Um, you know, he is still, you know, uh, very much, um, involved in the judicial system there in, in, uh, Chicago, particularly, you know, being a man of color. I, I, that was good to hear. So, Rachel, I want to kick it off right now, you know, because as I said, you know, we're going to be talking about, um, and, you know, some things here. And, um, I want to start off, which is going to be a good segue into, um, uh, what we're going to talk about afterwards. But ABC News has reported the following in part on November 8th, um, uh, by, uh, reporter Frank Eltman of the Associated Press. It, uh, says jury deliberates child rape counts versus Nicki Minaj's brother. For all of you out there, Nicki Minaj is a female rapper. She's a pretty girl who has been around for a while. 
Now, it states in part that, that a jury on Wednesday began deliberating child rape allegations against the brother of superstar rapper Nicki Minaj. Faces up to life in prison, listeners, if jurors convict him of charges that he repeatedly raped an 11-year-old girl at his home in Baldwin, a Long Island suburb. Now, Reginald and my listeners, you know, really? Now, Mirage's uh, lawyer said during a nearly one-month trial that the rape allegations were concocted by the girl's mother as part of a scheme to get Nicki Minaj to pay the family, get this, $25 million in hush money. When is the last time you heard it described as that? Now, in closing arguments Monday, Nassau County Assistant District Attorney Emma Slane called that claim absolute absurdity. The girl, who is now 14, testified in excruciating details about sexual assaults that she said occurred as frequently as four times a week and sometimes twice a day, mostly when Mirage was home alone with the girl. Now, the prosecutor said DNA evidence recovered from the girl's pajama pants was linked to Mirage. The girl's younger brother also testified at the trial that he witnessed one assault. Now, listeners, the prosecutor told the jurors it will be up to them to determine whether the testimony of the two children were credible. So, you know, Slain is, you know, is asking the jurors, you know, why tell this lie? This isn't a Broadway show. This is real life with real life consequences. Now, defense attorney David Schwartz said in his summation that a lawyer for the girl's mother contacted Mirage's lawyer saying if she was paid $25 million, these charges could just go away. All right. Now, it's about money and it's about revenge, David Schwartz said. This is an old-fashioned shakedown. You know, it kind of resume reminds you of, you know, the days back in Al Capone, you know. The girl's mother denied that the, accu- that the accusations, okay, get this, were made up. Now, James R. Ray III, a civil attorney who briefly represented the girl, testified that he did demand $25 million from Jelani Mirage after he had already been arrested to settle a potential civil lawsuit. But he said the girl's mother was unaware of the demand. She was never involved as far as what we did, he testified. The, the woman later fired him as her attorney. Neither, neither Mirage nor his sister testified at the trial. A spoke before Mirage's record label did not respond to an email seeking comment on the case, Reginald. Um, now, Forbes said that Nikki Mirage was number 16 in earnings among rappers in 2017, where she earned 16 million last year. And now she was, you know, she's been nominated for 10 Grammys and stuff like that. But Reginald and my listener, this is what I want to say. Really? The salacious behavior is just off the chain. Just talking about, you know, talking about it in this country. And look, listeners, why should Nikki, um, you know, Minaj comment on what her grown brother's you know, potential allegations of ugly actions were original. You know what I'm saying? She didn't commit the crime, asking her, you know, just because she is who she is. And another thing I want to say, what is up with these men bothering these young girls, Reginald? We are having big accusations going on in Congress right now and in the movie industry, starting with um, Harvey Weinstein, okay, 
with men and the terrible things that they did and still do to women because they felt and or feel that they have power over these young girls and women. And they had been getting away with this behavior for decades. Not anymore. The party's over. You know, women are coming out and speaking out about these terrible experiences as they should. It doesn't matter that it happened a while ago. These sinful acts are now being called out, Reginald, and women are just not taking this crap anymore. What do you want to say about that? Well, it's 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 sad. Um, I guess I'll start off by, by that way. It's sad. Um, and, you know, you're right. Nicki Minaj has nothing to do with her brother's silly, ridiculous criminal actions. If, you know, if this, if this has occurred, she, she has nothing to do with that. And it also sounds like there's some hush money, obviously, with the attorney saying, oh, well, with you pay me a certain amount of money, $25 million, and we can make this go away. Instead of wanting justice for this young girl, you know, he's talking about potential hush money, which is simply all, all it is. So the mother can say that she has nothing to do with it, but a fish rots from the head. So if mm-hmm. if he's saying that if he's saying that she has something to do with it because he works for her, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, this these kind of allegations against you know we could just go on with with Roy Moore. Um, it, it turns my stomach every single time that I see him or hear of him or or hear people um, uh, defend him. It's just it's just sickening. Yes. Now here's a guy. Yes, who it is. Known, well known to uh, you know favor young girls and young women. And and the other day uh, I was looking on my phone. I was watching CNN and and. Uh, uh, Stephanie Rule and Ali Belchi had Roy Moore's attorney on. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen that, uh, sis and my listeners, you have to see this. This guy is just so incompetent and so inappropriate and so disrespectful. Was so disrespectful to to um, uh, to to Valchi until Stephanie Rule jumped in. Uh, but saying all of that to say it, I'm, it, it's a shame that this has been going on and continues. It's so great that now these things are coming to light. Yes. And now people are going to have to wonder, hey, wait a minute, before I do this, what's, what's, what's going to happen? And because something happened 20, 30 years ago, five minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, does not mean because you didn't get caught then does not mean that it's okay and you should get away with what you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, but people are thinking, you know, that uh, what's done in the dark is not going to become, you know, is not going to come to light. And you, and you know, um, for all of us spiritual individuals who believe of something greater than ourselves and, or just have common sense, you know, eventually it's going to be found out. I mean, you know, they still have been arresting individuals, for example, who um, had something to do with uh, World War II 
and they were like what 80 and 90 years old original just recently not too long ago this year i believe earlier this year um if i'm not mistaken they um arrested um you know one of the uh, individuals who did you know heinous crimes to jewish people and it didn't matter if he was 80 or 90 years of age he did the crime you know and um and on the same wavelength Reginald, I and my listeners i don't know if any of you all are are out there heard about you know, the actor Terry Crews, the gentleman of color, uh, he was a, a football player for for a little bit there. And I, I forget the team that he was on, but he was on Good Morning America uh, yesterday, Reginald. And it just was really sickening, you know, as I was, you know, researching and pulling up information and um, and uh, and stated publicly and named for the first time the how the high powered talent agent he claims groped him at an industry party and said he would not be shamed um, about his alleged assault. He said, back in February 2016, I was assaulted by Adam Vinette, who is head of the motion picture department at Williams, William Morris Endeavor, <coughs> excuse me, William Morris Endeavor, one of the biggest agencies in the world, period, Cruz who is 49 years of age, I don't know why they always have to say their age, you know, said today on Good Morning America, he's connected to probably everyone I know in the business. I did not know this man, He's, you know, because he's not his agent, Reginald. And he says, and I have never had a conversation with him either. This is being, re, you know, was being reported by Katie Kindelon and Sabina uh, and and. A, her last name is so long. I'm just going to say Sabina on November 15th on abcnews.com. So if any of you out there want to go there, you can um, hear the hear the video and also read, um, you know, the the the, uh, the 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 portion of it there uh, that that the that uh, ABC News is reporting. But Reginald, he he said he was very explicit in his um, conversation. Um, to uh, Mike, Michael, oh God, God, what is Michael's last name? With the has a gap in his in his tooth. He also is an ex football player, and he's now a host on um, Good Morning America. But anyway, he was telling him very, giving him very explicit details, and he said that this guy groped him, and his wife was right there, Reginald. Huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he said that he of his first thing was that he was going to, you know, like, <laughs> you know, punch his eyes out. But his wife, you know, talked him out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on? What is going on? Yeah, who uh, who you're trying to think of is Michael Michael Strahan. Yeah, uh, Michael Strahan, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I never, I never understood, and obviously this, these kind of things have been going on for for years. I can remember uh, a couple weeks ago, I was reading an article uh, with a with a former actress or, or, or actress wannabe, and this took place in 1932 uh, of, mm-hmm. of how she was exploited, how uh, she had uh, you know she wanted to be she was buying out for an extra in in a movie. You know how the, the back of the day in the 30s or 40s had the big dance scenes and you know all of the the, the dancers and the girls or the guys scenes. And girls, you know yeah around all of that and she was buying for one of those and and so she and other women were invited to a party uh uh told to dress up in in their bathing suits and walk around and things like that and 
you know, it was kind of somewhat of a of a free for all where these guys were, you know, doing inappropriate things and, and touching, you know, touching the women. And, you know, she she left, uh, you know, in tears because, you know, she just didn't, didn't want to deal with that. So I'm saying all of this mm-hmm. to say, what makes it okay that because someone, be it a man or a woman, um, mm-hmm. mostly this, this, this happened to women, let's, let's be honest, you know, it happens to guys as well. And I, uh, I mm-hmm. maybe one day I'll tell you guys about a situation at, at, at a job that I have is something similar to that happened. But, but mostly it's happened, happened to women. Let's, let's be real about it. But why should this happen to someone is, is vying for a job, vying for a part, vying for every, anything like that, that they are subject to being treated like this? I mean, I, I, I never got, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're going in for a job, you want to be an actress, and this person is saying, well, now you have to have sex with me, you have to do stuff to stuff in order, in order to get the part. Mm-hmm. It, it's just totally disrespectful. It's stupid. It's crazy, and you know, like any other job, if you went an interview for a job, someone tells you you have to do A, B, C, and D in order, you know, to get this job. It's it, so so. I'm glad, and finally, this has come to light. And again, this is nothing new. This has been going on for years. Exactly. Exactly. Been going on for years. Yeah, that's what and I said. It's been going it on been for decades. Go on for years. It's been going on for decades. Yes, it's been going on for decades. And this is what I'm saying, you know, that, um, you know, that, 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 you know, people need to realize that nothing is forever but God's love. I keep telling people that, you know, nothing is forever but God's love. And they, people need to realize that, you know, it's like, you just can't keep on doing the same thing over and over again and just think that, you know, well, you know, I've been doing it all this time and I've never gotten caught reprimanded for it or anything, um, you know, um, um, uh, you know, um, you know, the, I, I've never gotten, you know, reprimanded. I'm sorry. I've, I've never gotten reprimanded. Nothing has ever happened to me. So, you know, I'm just going to continue to be the, you know, the salacious, negative, ignorant person and I'm just going to keep doing my thing. And then when they get caught, it's like, you know, oh, it's nothing wrong with me. You know, like two of them are out here in Arizona, Reginald, um, in, in Wickenburg, um, that, you know, one, one of the actors and, um, and also, uh, that Harvey Weinstein, you know, for, for treatment, you know, of something that they've been doing for, for 50 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so, a few months of treatment is supposed to, you know, cleanse, cleanse them of these type of actions, you know, but, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just saying that it's just, it's just, it's just a lot. And I mean, it just goes on and on and on where it gets to the point, you know, although I'm reporting on this right, right now, listeners, but, you know, it just gets to the point where it's like, you know, God, I let, let me turn the channel. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. The craziness that just goes, you know, with with all of these these sexual actions. I mean, I don't I don't get it. I I don't well, get it. Well, well, a lot of people say, okay, now you know this. Um, you know, Julie, just to say, just to use someone's name, Julie Julie Jones came out and 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 she's talking about it. And now this other ladies, and now this, but now why, why are all these people coming out? Well, it's because people are strengthened when you hear 
a situation that someone went through like you did, and you've been holding it in for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and you mm-hmm. hear another person who has experienced that whole thing, that gives you strength to come out. You know, it's like going to uh, a group meeting uh, for uh, AA, NA, depression, uh, uh, mother's mm-hmm. drug, drug driving, anything else. You know, when other people, you get strength by other people to come out. You get strength by other people to stay focused. You get strength by other people to, you know, continue on your journey of, of healing. So that's why, um, in my opinion, that a lot of people are coming out now because they're like, well, wait a minute, this happened to me, and now I've been holding this mm-hmm. for 30 years, and she's been holding yeah. it for 30 years, so doggone it. For I'm 40 years, and, 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 and I've been holding it in for 15 years, 20 years, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, I, I totally, totally believe um you know, in that, you know, in, in what you're saying. And it, and it's freeing. Like Terry Crews said in his, uh, interview with Michael Strahan that it was, it, it was like something, like he was freed, you know, that, you know, and he says that he's going all the way. He's going, you know, there, there will be, you know, he's going, he's definitely, there's going to be lawsuits, you know, abound. So I'm like, you know, well, good for you. Good for you, you know. Um, now, now some, um, there had, there was a report that Wendy Williams, was talking about this very thing with Terry Crews. And, you know, I I don't agree with her on this particular thing where she says that Terry Crews's career may be affected by this. And I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that he was the victim. Why would his career be affected by this? Because he's a, a person of color. I mean, come on now. Come on now. No. If anything, I say this will heighten his career. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, it opens up more for him because he no longer has that dark part, you know, uh, that he's been holding that dark secret that he's been holding within himself. So, you know, I say that, um, that, that more positive things are going to come to him now. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Yeah. Well, it's the typical thing of, of vilifying the victim. Uh, which is what Roy Moore is doing, which is what so many other people are doing. So, you know, it's like, oh, well, your career is going to be, uh, is going to be affected or this woman is not credible or did a, so that's the typical thing of vilif- trying to attempt to vilify the victim. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, why is she just now coming out? You know, I'm like, oh, shut up. Okay. Now let's move on. All right. ABC News reported, uh, Reginald and my listeners on, um, November 15th in part by a reporter named John Parkinson that six Democrats introduced five articles of impeachment against Trump. A sextet of House Democrats, Reginald, introduced five articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump today from obstruction of justice for interfering in the Russian investigation to making charges of fake news against the media from the bully pulpit. Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution of the United States of America was drafted drafted for a time such as this and a president such as Trump. Representative Al Green, Democrat of Texas, told reporters at a news conference um, at the Capitol today, uh, at the Capitol today, listeners, this president has committed misdeeds that merit impeachment. Now, uh, uh, 
for you listeners out there, you know, I just want you to know that the five articles of impeachment the lawmakers introduced today are number one, obstruction of justice regarding the Russian investigation and firing of FBI director James Comey. The second one is violation of Article 1, Section 9 of the U.S. Constitution, foreign emoluments. Three, violation of Article 2, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution, domestic emoluments. Four, undermining the independence of the federal judiciary and the rule of law. And number five, undermining freedom of the press. In addition to Green, Representative Steve Cohen, Louis Gutierrez, Marsha Fudd, Judge, I'm sorry, John Yarmouth and, and Adriamo Espalet on the far left of the House Democratic Caucus have taken the step against the wishes of minority leader Nancy Pelosi and Whip Steeny Hoyer. Now, we've made the judgment that the facts aren't there yet. This is what Hoyer, he's a Democrat of Maryland, is saying, Reginald. <clears throat> Excuse me, and my listeners. Now, he told the congressional reporters during a roundtable discussion in his office today that citing a number of investigations that should run out before pursuing impeachment. Now, nevertheless, many Democrats have publicly toyed with the idea of impeaching Trump for months. Now, this is nothing new, you guys, and you guys know this. Now, today, six lawmakers are taking a formal step to introduce the articles and put the measures on a path of a, you know, for potential consideration by the House Judiciary Committee. There's some others who might think they just want Mr. Trump to hang himself and think that we don't need to help him. This is what Cohen of a Democrat, he's a Democrat of Tennessee, is saying. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't stand by when Trump allows Klansmen and neo-Nazis to demonstrate as they did in Charlottesville, Virginia, last August. This is not a substitute for the investigations that should and will go forward, but the Congress needs to get started. This is what Gutierrez, a uh, Democrat of Illinois, added. This is pro- this is a process, he continued. I see a crime and I have a responsibility to dial 911 immediately. I don't call and try to reach consensus with all my neighbors. Your thoughts on this, Reginald? Um, okay, let me start by this. First of all, I love Representative Al Green. That yes. guy is awesome. And also yes. Representative Gutierrez. Uh, Gutierrez. He's from, he's from uh, yes. Chicago. And also, you know, kind of yes. goes back to the Harold Washington era. Um there's been yes. a number. I mean, this it's so it's it's mind-boggling why why Donald Trump, why articles of impeachment and removal from office have not been brought up. Had this been a Democrat, and let's face it, it's true. Had this been a Democrat, they they would have had hearings already. Can we say Benghazi? Can yes. We say any, any you know in anything else? So. Yes. That's simply, you know, the emoluments clause uh, of the Constitution, he has violated that. I mean, just from, from the get yes. from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, how he speaks about um, 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 the press. Uh, I mean, this is, this is typical stuff with dictators uh, or, or wannabe dictators that they go out and they exactly. uh, say negative things. Uh, about the press that you can't believe the press and this is press, I mean, exactly this is, a page out of, this is a page out of Benito Mussolini's uh, thing 
Yes, it is. And, and Mussolini was a was a was a newspaper man before he became head of um, head of Italy uh, prior mm-hmm. to and during World War Two. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so, so it's the same thing. It's you know, you 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 vilify the press that the press yes. is not right, that the press is wrong, and all Create, what you say, yeah, what you say is 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 right. So, so there's been so many things that Donald Trump can be brought up on, and and again, just starting with the emoluments clause, exactly, uh, and, and and actually nepotism. Of of having his daughter and his son-in-law in his cabinet. Uh, and, and I remember yes. during. Uh, just let me quickly say this: during during the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, he was talking about this, and and I'm sitting there thinking, well, this goes back to 1967 of of of, of the law being passed where you cannot have, well, you know, the nepotism law, and it was brought mm-hmm. up after President Kennedy appointed his brother Bobby as as Bobby. general mm-hmm. and, and LBJ, Lyndon Johnson and Bobby hated each other, did not could not get along. And after the passing of President Kennedy, LBJ was was uh, a paramount in that of, of having that law passed where you cannot there could be no nep- nepotism in a in a uh, administration. So again yes. this goes back to nineteen sixty seven. Yes, and this man yes. is talking about he, but but it just again shows his his, his ignorance of on a number of things. But um, articles of impeachment, but, be but brought up. It, it, yeah, articles of impeachment should have been brought up Reginald a long time ago. But you know, the, you know, his ignorance was shown. Um, you know, from day one when he and I'm and I'm just gonna this this may sound childish, but I'm gonna say when he called himself. Um, um, you know, when he was up there with the rest of the, the, the Republicans, when he called himself, when they were, um, you know, uh, talking to, supposed to have been talking, um, um, you know, to the press and to the audience members of why they were, why they would, why he, he would be a good candidate, you know, for, for the presidency of the United States and all of this. He should have been gone a long time ago with what was said, you know, um, between he and Billy Bush. Billy Bush has yet to, um, uh, rectify himself from um that you know that incident he has of course uh apologized said he's sorry mia culpa has done all of that i hope he's working i haven't heard anything but i do hope that he's employed he he you know he is a, a family man he does have a family you know um um he made a mistake okay i get that but trump still lives on why is that you know what i'm saying and and then let's even bring it up to now of his actions over, you know, when he was out of the country. I mean, come on now. You know, he's kissing the ass of the Philippine leader, uh, Putin and, and China, you know, that he stated, clearly stated that he believes Putin over this country's intelligence. I mean, come on now. He should have well, been stripped and not. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know, his, his actions and, and, and the Republicans, uh, leading, leading by Ryan and Mitch McConnell, you know, they can put a bag over their head and, 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 uh, put the, the signs on their, I see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, but they know, mm-hmm. they know, but, but they're so 
hateful and, and they're so set on just getting their tax breaks for for rich people on yeah. the backs of working and poor people that they're willing to sign, <laughs> you know, their political demise with Donald Trump simply to appease, you know, a lot of these rich people who a lot have said, you yeah. know, we don't even want or need this tax break. You know, this exactly. tax break. Exactly. And 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 so I mean you're you you know, you're right about Billy Bush. Okay, I've never was a Billy Bush fan. Uh what he said was completely ridiculous. Uh uh adolescent sophomoric. You know, he's a he's, yes. he's a grown ass man, you know, during that time. When, when he said this with Trump. Exactly. But Billy Bush wasn't running for president. Thank you. you. Know, Billy Bush wasn't running for dog catcher. He wasn't running mm-hmm. for anything. Mm-hmm. So why should he be vilified? And, and Trump... Exactly. You know, and Trump has it. And, and, and Trump has it. <clears throat> Excuse you know? me. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, so what? So what's up with that? You know what I'm saying? I, it's just It's just amazing. It is just amazing. But as I said, there is a God out there and, um, you know, with he, he can bring up all of this crap. <clears throat> excuse me. He can bring up all of this crap <clears throat> about Hillary Clinton. Excuse me. All that he want. It's not going to, it's not going to stop what, what Mueller is doing. It's not going to stop it. Okay. Let's move on to another discussion, Reginald, uh, cause I'm running out of time. You know, you've heard of these UCLA basketball players who admitted to shoplifting in China, you know, and, um, this is being reported, um, <clears throat> on the news and it said, you know, the three basketball, UCLA basketball players detained in China last week have admitted to shoplifting and think, Trump for helping them return to the U.S. Now they were suspended indefinitely as UCLA reviews the situation and their coach Steve um, Alford listener said adding they will not travel with the team and will not suit up for home games. Okay. So last week what happened you guys in case you didn't know, none of you uh, are not aware of this or you don't know the whole thing. While these uh, they were in China UCLA for a game against Georgia Tech the three players LeAngelo Ball, Jalen Hill, and Cody Riley were detained for questioning following shoplifting allegations. Now, the rest of the UCLA team returned home without them on Saturday. Bill, Haley, and Riley returned to Los Angeles on Tuesday. Now, the shoplifting uh, original took place on November 6th, UCLA Athletic Director Dan uh, Guerrero said. Now, on November 7th, police arrived at their hotel to interview the students and search bags and the team bus. And once the three suspects were identified, they were escorted to the police station, Carrera said. Now, on the 8th of November, listeners, the students were released on bail and surrendered their passports. Now, local uh, authorities confirmed that the students were free to leave the country and the charges were withdrawn. Now, uh, Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott said in a statement Tuesday that the matter has been resolved to the satisfaction of the Chinese authorities and that the UCLA Chancellor Gene Block said Tuesday, our primary concern, our primary concern remains the safety and well-being of all members of our community, particularly our students, and I'm grateful they are headed home. Now, Trump on Tuesday said he personally appealed to China's President Xi Jinping to help resolve the case. 
Now, Trump says Z was terrific in response to his request and indicated he would intervene. Now, hours before the players' press conference, Trump tweeted, do you think the three UCL basketball players will say thank you, President Trump? They were headed for 10 years in jail. So, you know, you guys go to abcnews.com and read this article in its entirety if you choose to do so. Now, Reginald, answering uh, Trump's question, I did just read that these young men were grateful for all the help they received, you know, in being free to leave China, you know, and the help from, you know, from Trump. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? You know, Donald Trump is the epitome of narcissism. Yes. The epitome of narcissism, all uppercase letters as I say this. You know, instead of just, if if he intervened, which I personally believe he didn't, but if he did, if he did speak with President Ping about it, this is what he should have done. This is what he should exactly. have done. Just do what exactly. he's supposed to do and not sit up and grandstand again. You know, it, it's all about him. It's not about yes. these young men getting back safely, um, you know, to the country of learning from their mistakes or what they did. It's all about me. See, are are are, are they going to yep. say thank you to me? No, it's not all about you, man. It's you not exactly it's not exactly. These are three young men who did something stupid, and especially Ball, who you know, whose brother is plays for the for the Lakers. He's a rookie. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he's not wanting for anything financially. And when the, and these guys are so coddled, you know, on these basketball teams that they're not wanted, wanted for anything. So it's, it's called adolescent stupidity, in my opinion, that they, that they did. Exactly. 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 They should not be held or aside done- for the next 20, 30 years or something that you did at. 18, 19, 20, you know, years old, something, you know, misdemeanor like that. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I'm glad they're back. I'm glad they're, they're safe. Uh, they've been expelled indefinitely from the, from the basketball team. But that doesn't mean that they will not play yeah. again this year. You know, we don't know my personal belief. If I was the chancellor or, or the head or the head coach, I would suspend them for the rest of the, of the year, possibly. Uh, you know, because as yeah. a, you know, tough, tough lesson, tough love here. So. Yeah. You know, but, mm-hmm. but, but, but again, I'm glad they're back. I'm glad they're safe and, and, and lesson learned and, you know, go on, go on with, with their life. Can we talk about all of the things that Trump continues to do, but yet he wants to talk, or are you, are, are they going to thank me or, you know, the epitome of narcissism yeah. again. It is. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what, what, what they want him to, you know, to start playing hell the chief or something or, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just totally ridiculous. They already said, thank you. They, you know, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, and as you said before, that's what he's supposed to do. See, he doesn't get it. See, this is, this is another reason he needs to be impeached. He has no idea what the office of the presidency, you know, e- you know, evolves, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, what was involved in the office of the presidency. You're supposed to do what you did. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's just like, you know, Rachel, I've talked, you know, before, you know, you and I have talked to, you know, to my listeners and, you know, is that, you know, you don't get a, a glaring, you know, um, a crown on your head because you're doing what you're supposed to do as a parent. 
because you go out every day and you pay the rent or the mortgage and the and the other bills and you take care of your family, your your men or you know you take care of your wife, you know, uh, you know, and and the wife you know reciprocates being good with the the children and the the husband and the household duties and working or whatever it is, you know, being being a, a good purveyor of your family. You know, you know, it, okay, fine. You get acknowledged for that, but, but you know, you know what I'm saying, Reginald. What makes you think, you know, these are things that you're supposed to do. You know, right. just I, you know, you these are things you're supposed to do. And as far as these young men, you're right. This is a, a lesson learned. They're going to remember this for the rest of their life. I agree with you. If I were the coach, I would suspend them for the whole year, for the entire year. They wouldn't travel. They wouldn't suit up. They wouldn't. They wouldn't come to practice. They would nothing. They, that that would be it. Because this is a, a lesson learned. This is like going to somebody's house. You're invited to. You know, I invite you to my home, and then you know, I find out that you you stole something. You know, from me. You know, you'll never be invited again. I'm going to tell you about it. You know, may file a police report and things like that. You know, not may. I'm sure I would. <laughs> Uh, file a police report, you know, and, and let the, you know, let it fall where it may, you know, so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, and, and that's that, that, and then you're also correct, you know, what about all of the crazy things that, 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 um, Trump has done and continues to do, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy, but this is a lesson learned, you know, we travel a lot in other countries, you go to under other countries, you, you respect that country. You don't just go there and just do things. And oh my God, why would you even think of think about stealing? If you don't, if yeah. you haven't transferred your money so that you can have money to spend to buy things that you want, then you just don't buy it. You just don't have it. And you're right, Reginald. They're coddled and everything so much. These basketball players, you know, they want for nothing. You know, so it's like, why would you even go and go in there and do that? What were you trying to prove? You know what I'm saying? You know, China in particularly, they don't play that, you know. So this this is you got off. You got off by the skin of your nose. And so I hope if, you know, you're listening to me or whatever, that this is a, a, a lesson learned. You know, you you don't steal, period. And particularly going to another country, you know, and stealing. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Yeah. And 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 again, you know, the thing with Donald Trump, it should have been quiet diplomacy shouldn't have even said anything. You know, there, 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 mm-hmm. there's so many things when, um, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, of communications that Jack Kennedy had with Khrushchev or other people, or Bobby Kennedy had with, with other people. And they didn't, afterwards, they didn't um, sit up and say, well, you know, I said this, and I said that, and, and, and I did all of this, you know. You do it for the good of the country. You do it for the good of the world. You do it for the good of the individual. You do it for the good of Mm -hmm. the state. You know, all of that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't need these attaboys. But uh, but this is why this shows me again why I totally believe that Donald Trump was, was compromised by the Russians because these are the type of personalities of, of, of what they call a useful idiot, uh, what KGB calls useful idiot, where idiot, you know, yes. need, that person needs and wants that kind of recognition, and they can yes. use them. So that yes. typical KGB stuff, again, mm-hmm. Mueller is probably watching this and saying, okay, 
that's something else we can bring up. Yeah. Check. You know, because not only are exactly. you, or these people going to be on trial for what they did, they're going to be on trial for their character as well. Exactly. Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. And he and, you know, I mean, but Reginald, even when he had them in the White House, I mean, really, he had them in the White House and he was saying things and they got him on tape saying, you know, that that they're always telling him that, you know, meaning the intelligence is always giving him information. I mean, you know, what the hell? I mean, what what is his arrested development at five years of age? You know, so, I mean, he should have been brought up on that. But no, nobody has, you know, has, has said anything, you know, about that. I mean, it's, it's uh, I, I I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that every time you look around, there's something happening. You know, my heart goes out um, to the individuals that was shot in, in California yesterday. This individual uh, from what the reports are saying that he was just driving down the street, just shooting people. And um, he tried to get into this school and they had already put the school on lockdown because they they heard the shots. And the children were were safe, you know, but they never, ever talk. I got about two minutes. They meaning the the, the the Republicans, when any of these things happen, just like we talked, I believe, on our last show, Reginald, to my listeners that, you know, they never talk about reeling in, you know, the, the gun manufacturers. As I said before, they're manufacturing guns like they're manufacturing cars. What's up with that? You know, but um I, you know, I, I, you know, I just, I, I still have hope, and um, that, that, um, you know, the world, you know, um, you know, will get better. That, that, um, with all of these um, allegations and the truths coming out about the heinous things done to women and men, you know, via these uh, what I call heavy breathers who have been getting away with it for uh, decades. I hope that this is a, a start of cleansing. You know, Reginald, because in my listeners, we need cleansing now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just way too much. And I thank you, Reginald, for being on my show. Um, I thank you, my listeners, for taking your time to listen to me. I love, love, love talking with you. I will be back two weeks uh, from today, which will be after Thanksgiving. So I'm going to say happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I wish you the best. I hope you have lots of um, fun. You know, I hope that you are safe. You know, and um, I want you to be kind to yourself and be, and then that way you can be kind to others because you can't give somebody something you ain't got. Thank you, Reginald. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being my guest uh, on my show. You know, and I'll see you for dinner on Thanksgiving. So you guys be safe out there. Um, happy Thanksgiving um, to my, my engineer, Dave, and his family. And I'll see you guys in two weeks. This is Teresa E. Keys. Make it a great day. 